Welcome into Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Jay Kyle Mann, and I I am a video producer for The Ringer, uh, and I am joined, as always, by... Kyle Tucker of The Athletic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Old Kyle, he didn't fall asleep tonight that I know of. Nope. Uh, so... But uh, I was just texting Kyle. He was a bad influence. He had to mention the Schlafly pumpkin beer the other day. And uh, you're going to a couple of them tonight, aren't you? I didn't know. Who said a couple? I said I considered it, but, you know, one is plenty. Uh, But the other other night, he mentioned that. And, you know, it's just one of those things that just gets. I felt like uh, Llewellyn Moss in No Country for Old Men. I was just sitting on the couch, and I just said, all right. And I got up, and I went and got some <laughs> some <laughs> voice some voice beckoned me. I seriously went and got them at like 10 o'clock. Oh, wow. I was, yeah, I was just like, I'll be back, Meg. And I just, I just went and got They're them. They're so good. I mean, <laughs> you, don't, you don't regret your decision, do you? No, I don't, man. There's, It's really a delicious. I mean, it's like a dessert beer, I would say. Yeah. It's, it's totally- yeah, lately I'm lately I've been on the uh, Kentucky Barrel uh, Vanilla Cream Ale, which tastes like cream soda. Yeah, it doesn't even yeah. taste like beer. That's dangerous, it's, man. It's it's delightful. I it is. Uh, I had that at lunch with you, and you're in town, and now uh, I've had it several times since then. It's it's really good. I like stuff that just goes down easy. I, I'm not. I don't need to like. I don't need to like have my like hair stand up on the back of my neck to feel like I'm a man drinking beer. So. Um, That's right. You need to put, roast Put some pumpkin on. spices in there and yeah. vanilla flavor <laughs> in. I, <laughs> every day, put an Kyle. Umbrella he, in my beer. Every time, every day when Kyle gets up, he just takes a big whiff of like a vanilla scented candle, and he's like, I do. "He's like, doggone it! I just love life." And he gets up and skips out the door and uh, starts up his PT Cruiser and turns on some uh, <laughs> turns on some, some Life Garrett and he the speeds PT. off <laughs> oh, the, the P- <laughs> I'm not sure what that voice was but the PT Cruiser was spot on that's exactly was, what I drive it was just you campy campy old Kyle Tucker campy Kyle Tucker of the Camp- athletic campy Kyle <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. So today, uh, we welcome aboard, everybody. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the podcast, where every single day, if it's a big deal to the big blue nation, <laughs> I think you. I think you already said that. No, I didn't say that. I didn't. If it's a big right. deal, we're going to talk about it. And let's be honest: if it's not a big deal, yeah, we, we're probably going to talk about the it. The odds are good. The odds are good. So yesterday we covered erectile dysfunction, and today, <laughs> yeah, we covered, uh, yeah, Kyle's uh, craft <laughs> my, beard, my personal <laughs> problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying those two could be connected. We should move on for our own good. For anything, because we have a real bad habit. <laughs> I'll just let you all know. I edit these every night, just to let you know. Not everything makes it off out of the cutting room. <laughs> Thank the good Lord for that. We're going to talk about Penny Hardaway talking trash. We're going to talk about we're going to I'm going to quiz Kyle Mann on the um, interesting nuggets uh, from the uh, not the Denver <laughs> Nuggets. The, the yeah. interesting nuggets be a great uh, uh, Spanish ska band name or something. Yeah, um, you had a good Jokic joke earlier. Uh, <laughs> I had a couple. Uh, somebody Kimba posted R- Rotundo. Rotunda. That was, that was good. <laughs> And the that other one was, the other one was uh, Carl <laughs> Carl Ballone. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. You had you had to work that one a little harder, but a little bit. but I thought Rotundo was was your best. That was that so was anyway, your, that was a good offering. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna quiz Kyle on the uh, the the interesting nuggets from the media mm-hmm. guide about the players. Uh, we'll see if he can match up players with their nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? What is happening? <laughs> All right, so we'll see if we can do that, and then, and then uh, Kyle's got something for me. Yeah. If we have time, I don't know. Are we drunk? I haven't had a I'm drop not, of alcohol tonight. But, I'm uh, totally, I'm tired, but I'm fine. Anyway, let's uh, let's, let's, let's jump let's into work. Penny Hardaway. Why let's don't we? do it? Yeah. So Penny Hardaway today caught some attention. Now Penny, I don't, you tell me if you agree with this. Well, let's just tell people what he said. Penny Hardaway came out and uh, he said, "Here's the to, full quote to Dana O'Neill of the Athletic." The full quote: "What do I know? I know when I have something special." Which he's been coaching for how long? Okay. One year. Yeah, you're drawn from total. a huge sample there, Penny. <laughs> when I see this group in action, see their abilities, I know what's at stake and I know what's out there. The teams like Michigan State, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, all the usual suspects. I've studied the film, I know who they are. But when I look at this group, I just say to myself, we're going to win a national championship. That's what I know. Well, I don't know how you're going to study film on teams that don't really exist because Kansas, yeah. Kentucky, and Duke are are all going to be like new teams. And I guess if he's watching the EY, EYBL and just making inferences and yeah. projecting what the numbers will be, I don't know what film he's watching. Michigan State, yeah. Uh, pretty confident statement. Yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, this is in keeping with um, with Penny Hardaway. I mean, he's trying to shake things up. Like I said, this is... This is a little bit like the Calipari playbook. So, Dude, you know, that's young, literally what I was going to say, word for word, the Calipari playbook. The the young, you know, the younger, brasher Calipari who was at Memphis and or at UMass and at Memphis. And if you talk, you know, I've done a lot of pieces, kind of like try to get a feel for who Cal was before Kentucky. And I've talked to people who covered him there. Dan Wetzel at Yahoo covered him as a student reporter for the student newspaper at UMass and um, you know, several of the people I've talked to that covered him at Memphis, especially at UMass, you know, he needed a- attention. Like nobody was paying attention to UMass basketball and he kind of had to like speak it into existence. You know, he had to, he had to pick fights. Um, he it was had punk to, rock. You know, it was yeah. basketball punk rock. That's what it was. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta sort of, um, upset the apple cart, uh, to be noticed. Um, and people, people are going. The thing is, you're either going to be ignored or you're not. And when you say things like this, people are going to pay attention. Many of them will pay attention because they're going to call you an idiot, but they're paying attention. I mean, we have a guy who got elected president by by like full, fully leaning into the idea that there's no such thing as bad press. Right. Um, Lavar Ball, another good example. Right, but, you I mean, know, and this you, is if, there's a little bit of that with what you know with what Penny's doing, and and for Kentucky fans who are rolling their eyes at it, the guy who's in the seat now here at Kentucky got there in large part by doing things like this. You think Cal is just amused? I think it? I think he's totally amused. I mean, there's probably some amount of it where he's, um, well, I think he was probably he would probably have been amused if if Penny didn't start playing in his sandbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, James. The, ever since James Wiseman's decision, I'm not sure Cal thinks anything Penny does is all that amusing. Right. Um, well, I mean, as a game changer, Kentucky's you know talking about a coach who could have walked out and said, "I'm winning the national championship." If James Wiseman was at Kentucky right now, 
Calipari would be literally he would morph into the gif of, of Vince McMahon uh, strutting <laughs> yeah. out of on the ring. I mean, that, yeah, that that was a game changer. So I mean, we'll start with Penny had Penny beat Calipari in the recruiting war. He he got the guy he wanted most, and he also signed the number one class. They jumped over Kentucky at the end. Got a good class. The, you know, they've yeah. got great talent, but every almost every single significant piece of that roster is is a freshman. It's true. They 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 only had one player in the RSCI, which for people that don't know what that is, that's like a it's like a composite of all the recruiting rankings. They just sort of put it all together and say what's the consensus, the average. Uh Kentucky or Memphis last year had uh one player in the top 100 on their t- on their team who was ranked 80th and that was Tyler Harris. Now like we've talked about doesn't totally mean anything, but uh they lost some guys, so this is going to be a f- have f- they they started a bunch of seniors last year. A lot of their production came pro- from they seniors. could very very likely start five freshmen. I think they will. I think that this is going to be. I I think that he's going to try to go a Fab Five brand sort of mentality here, and, and that doesn't go be, very well almost for anyone ever, including John Calipari. I mean, when John yeah. Calipari did it in 2014, it was a disaster for most of the year. I mean, most of the year, it was a mess. And Calipari signed a better class that year than Penny Hardaway signed this year. The the class that Kentucky signed in twenty for the twenty fourteen season in twenty, the, I guess it would have been the twenty thirteen recruiting class was insane. It was like six McDonald's All Americans and mm-hmm. eight, I think, eight guys total. Top players at their position for three positions. Yeah, was they had, Julius Randle, the one, number one power forward. Yeah, I think the they had the number one, the number one point guard Andrew Harrison, number one shooting guard Aaron Harrison, number one power forward Julius Randle. Uh, I think that was three top like eight players in the, the country. Small, the small forward was Wiggins in that class, right? And then yeah, the, so James Jones was, was probably the number two small forward in the class. Dakari was, the, I think, the number two center in the class. So they had like the one or two ranked player at his position at all five positions. Yeah, yeah. So that that and that was a better class. Now they ended up making the national championship game, so maybe there's something there. But they struggled, and Calipari already knew he already had a long history of coaching freshmen, and it still almost blew up in his face, mm-hmm. and could have blown up in his face on any given shot throughout the entire it's NCAA true. tournament. And they go home like it's hard. It is hard to start five freshmen. Uh, and and win at a high level. Now, Very not similar a, to that Fab Five team because that Fab Five team lost a lot of games during the regular season. If I'm not mistaken, they lost ten. I wrote a whole story about the parallels. I, I talked to um, I talked to Jalen Rose for that story. Um, right, like during the NCAA tournament, it was very similar. They both had double digit losses before the before the postseason. Uh, you know, they they had all this hype and they. Um, kind of were up and down, and they they made some significant. You know, they had they each had kind of a significant turning point moment um, where things kind of kind of clicked, and they went on this run. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very similar. But you know, maybe that's maybe that happens here. Maybe they maybe they go through some struggles, and everybody writes them off, and everybody pokes fun and pulls this quote out and throws it in Penny's face, and then he gets the laugh, laugh, and they go, you know, they go get it done. Who knows? Yeah, but this. <laughs> I don't really fault him because I know what he's doing, but this is definitely going to get thrown back in his face if they do anything but win the national title. 
Yeah, um, Penny's Penny's margins here are going to be really really interesting to monitor. And by the way, <laughs> by the we got to take. We'll have to take a break, but slip it right. in. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say he didn't stop there. Like he talks some. I think he talks some more trash about uh, Tennessee and Knoxville. Uh, just trying to scan through and find it, but the dude he's. He's gonna run his mouth and and see. We'll see what happens. I, I you know, I don't hate it necessarily. I just think it's amusing. Yeah. Well, they've got a decent non-conference schedule at Oregon, Ole Miss, North Carolina State, Tennessee, and Georgia. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So let's take a break. Okay, we're gonna test Kyle Mann's uh, <laughs> knowledge of this uh, uh, of this Kentucky roster. We talked. You're, talk, you're a smooth operator, man. You know that. You're just smooth. Uh, I, you know, I'm I'm Mr. Transition. It's true. Uh, and 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 that was a lovely lip smack that you had there I, for our. For I our actually lip took a drink of something that was different <laughs> than lip, a normal. For our lip leaving it in. Our favorite the uh, lip smacking fan out there who uh, writes scathing reviews of Kyle Mann's lip smacking and his influence on me. Let me do, let the record show that you've smacked your lips more than me since then, and I've had to edit them out. <laughs> you got, you've got a you got a lip smack encounter. Um, yep. All right, so we talked a lot of basketball stuff. You know, like what are these guys going to look like? How might they fit together? And we'll talk a lot more about that. Um, but there's a personality piece of this, you know, and that's why it's why you know one of the things fans want more of, right, is a connection to who are who are these guys. Uh, and not all of them in their media guide bios. They they try to quiz them, I think, and put some interesting little things in there. Not all of them are all that interesting, but uh, there's kind of something, at least something of note about each of them that are go beyond sort of what were their stats on the Nike circuit. Uh, so I'll 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 give the factoid, and we'll see if you can match up uh, who who they belong to. Okay. Uh, I think this one should be easy, but we'll see. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is his all-time favorite athlete. I'll say Nick Richards. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he grew up playing soccer. That was the whole. That's like a big piece of his story. Is that you know why doesn't he know how to play basketball better? Well, he he didn't play basketball. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there are not a not a lot of McDonald's All American basketball players whose favorite athlete ever is a, a world famous soccer player. Maybe Nick Richards and Kobe Bryant. Yeah, it took uh, me a second, but yeah, that one, that one, I guess. I figured there's a, there's a I figured path you'd put to it that. together. Yeah. Here's one I didn't know. Maybe maybe this has been out there. It actually surprised me uh, flipping through the bios. His cousin, or one of his cousins, is Russell Wilson. Oh, man, I've heard this. I've heard this. Is it quickly? No, Dante Allen. Oh, okay. I had no idea. Dante Allen, who's from a small town in Kentucky, I don't know what the relation is, but that's uh, pretty interesting. And while we're on cousins, uh, I think you'll I think you will guess this one. Um his cousins, among his cousins, are NFL slash former Auburn running back Ronnie Brown and former Georgia basketball standout, University of Georgia basketball standout Trey Tompkins. Oh, it's Ashton Hagens. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. apparently Ashton was like a terrific football player. I believe and, it. And he uh, said like he'd, he'd what, be an unbelievable defensive back, I would guess. What position is that position he no, played? No, he played running back, I think. Uh, huh. in, in, and he, I guess he could be running back. He's a little small. Hagens, you know, everybody knows Hagens was committed to Georgia. He said he grew up like going to Georgia games, and if if they hadn't fired Mark Fox, uh, Kentucky would not have Ashton Hagens. Um, let's see. We'll keep keep with the family relations. These are some of the more popular things in these bios. Um, 
His father played basketball at Washington State under Kelvin Sampson. Give me, give me another hint. Uh, well, it might have been logical for this this player to follow in his father's footsteps and play for Kelvin Sampson, geographically speaking. Tyrese Maxey. You got it. Yep. Boom. Now at Houston, the Maxies live in the Dallas area. Uh, his dad was a longtime high school coach in Texas and then uh, was an assistant at SMU. So, um, yeah, he's got a real, a really impressive pedigree, Tyrese Maxey does. He's really learned the game, and, and I'll, have, I'll be writing some more about that later. Um, and his smile is uh, intoxicating. is <laughs> lusty. Um, yeah. this, <laughs> this player hit a winning shot in the state championship game as a sophomore in high school. Is it quickly? Wow, look at you. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it maybe not that surprising that he rose to the occasion in the Sweet 16 and hit a couple big ones. And that really funny story I wrote, um, found out that Calipari had told him in, in the like practice the day before, like, you're going to hit some hit huge shots in this game. And when you do, I want you to do the big balls, the Pedro Serrano <laughs> big balls dance and, and quickly yeah. did it. Um, all right. His sister could perform the national anthem at some point at Rupp Arena this season. Man, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I have absolutely no clue. Uh, is it a walk-on? If you read my work all summer, you would know this. You'll, you'll, I think you'll know it once, once I tell you. Johnny well, yeah, okay, I was going to say, yeah, Johnny I'll know Jesus. it once you tell me. Yeah, okay. right, well, yeah that's a good yeah. point. Uh, his sister Lauren is in high school. She is an incredible uh, musician, got a beautiful voice. She's got a bunch of videos of her doing music on uh, Instagram and I think is like recording an album. I uh, wrote a big story about just how wildly successful their family is. Uh, the dad is an entrepreneur. The mom is a, is like a got an incredible story herself. Uh, the brother... Uh, Christian plays at Harvard basketball at Harvard, but has already started a business. <laughs> so, and I think sort of part one of the one of the little little secondary sales pitches uh, in Juzang's recruitment was uh, dangling the carrot that maybe they could have her out and sing the anthem at Rupp. So it'd be interesting if that actually happens. <laughs> that's so. Oh my God, that's really funny. Anyway, yeah, I don't yeah. think that was a, a major piece of it, but uh, right, we got time for uh, one more for the end of the segment. But go ahead. Oh boy! Uh, or we can. How many more do you have? We can. Uh, there's we can, only like three more. Um, all we right. Can, so well, let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll do the rest do of. Okay, so we got three more, three more questions here. Go ahead. Yep. So eventually, you're going to get process of elimination. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, played. He played with this one. I know you'll know. He played with both Ben Simmons and R.J. Barrett in high school, but left that place because he was tired of RJ RJ's bullshit (laughs) (laughs) Montverde I was thinking back about this they have they attract a personality type yes they kind of line it all up other than Dakari Joel Embiid RJ Barrett Ben Simmons Ben Simmons D'Angelo Russell Russell. it's just a lot of like what is that uh thing ID GAF is that that oh definitely a lot a lot of ID GAF uh Type personalities, um, yeah. strong personalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, comes from a family of seven and has two older brothers who served as Marines. Sestina, yes, yeah. He's a, he's a big family guy. I wrote about that too, obviously. But uh, he's got various tattoos on his body to sort of uh, 
honor his family and, and all of his family members. And he's especially proud, obviously, of his brothers. One is still in the Marines and both have served in combat. They are uh, impressive people all the way around. Uh, is that it? And you oh, slept no. in his bed. Yep, slept in his bed. Slept <laughs> slept in his bed. That's, I'm not even going to tell anybody any more details than that to explain. And if you haven't heard, you'll just have to wonder what that's about. But uh, find his smile uh, just intoxicating. What was his um, room like? Can you divulge that, do you think? Or should you keep uh, that to yourself? No, I mean, it was like, uh, well, there's a lot of like Marine stuff. Is Because it's crazy. His, his family comes is a very modest uh, family in this tiny little kind of disappearing town where, where work is pretty much dried up for everybody. Uh, and it's those three brothers sharing one little bedroom. Uh, and so all kind of all their stuff is a little bit everywhere. You know, like each guy has like a wall basically of, um, you know, their brothers, military accomplishments and, and Nate's basketball stuff and photo collages. I mean, it looks exactly like, uh, like a room I would have grown up in. Um, you Nate's know. a thoughtful guy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, very really fun to listen to him talk. Yeah, yeah. And as I saw somebody, uh, somebody wrote something today. I, there's so many people have stories. I'm sorry for not giving credit to wherever this was, but I uh, saying that like, I think it was, uh, I think it was Maxie that said like, Sistina was like the coolest teammate he'd ever had. That he'd already like made him breakfast one day and had taken <laughs> taken him to lunch at another another day. Uh, you know, like I said, it's, there's a huge value in having an adult in the room, you know, like a yeah. real grown up. Uh, I think we're down to the last one. So if you really think about it, I don't think you have to guess hard, but uh, interesting. This guy has played on both a n- number one ranked nationally ranked high school basketball team and also won a fifth grade national championship. Well, it's one it's one of the freshmen, obviously. Oh, so it must be it's it must be Keon Brooks. You got it. Yeah, Brooks yeah. played at uh, La Lumiere. Played with Isaiah Stewart, who's going to be a monster. And at Tracy, Washington. Tracy Jackson, or whatever his name is, the guy going to IU, right? Pretty oh sure. yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Um, yeah, so you have no clue who that is, do you? No, yeah, it's uh, didn't he have a hy- <laughs> didn't, he have a, didn't he have a hyphenated name? Something. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Uh, he does. Um, okay, last one. His father played basketball at Seton Hall. I don't remember who all I guess now. That's why. <laughs> That's the problem. Just tell me who it is. Let's Khalil Whitney. All right. Khalil yeah. Whitney. And his awesome. dad, he told a story yesterday. Somebody asked him, uh, where did the nickname the dragon come from? Have you heard this story? I, Can I you quit I doing I, it? I really am doing it. I don't know why I'm doing the lip smack now. I have uh, to take them all out. What? All right, uh, what have you heard this story about? No, I had not, no. I had not heard the story about why he was called, the, he had the nickname the dragon. I guess at one point... It, like when he was like 16 or 17, he had a bad performance and his dad just like destroyed him for it and mm-hmm. really challenged him. And then a very, in the, the next game he went out and dropped like 40 plus. And he said his dad was just standing in this, in the stand screaming, he's a dragon. He's a dragon. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's, and that's how he became the dragon. So there I you can't go. imagine having that kind of a sports relationship with, with a parent, but he's a dragon. Yeah. I'm going to say something like he's a unicorn. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> when, I guess uh, unicorn works in basketball, but when uh, one of your kids are playing. Yeah. 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 She's a butterfly. All right. Um, all right. So we're almost done. We're almost <laughs> out of time. But you wanted to ask me one of your like life questions or something. It's. Right? I had a couple. Yeah. I don't even know, man. Uh. Well, the one question I was going to ask you is if someone if someone made a movie about your life, who would play you? Who would play me in a movie? That's a good one. This is this is that's a very media day question. 
Yeah. Uh, if someone. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Who who who's yours? Do you have one? No, I really don't. I probably somebody like uh, somebody goofy like Bill Murray or somebody or uh, somebody not. Uh, I don't know, not like a leading man type, obviously, but not, <laughs> you don't want to insult yourself by being like Paul Giamatti or I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Steve Buscemi, I don't know. I was just going to say Steve Buscemi. That's exactly what I was trying to remember his name. Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah. Who's yeah. the actor who played Sloth in the Goonies? <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, I don't know, man. I, like, I don't know. Who do, what if they made a movie about Kentucky basketball? Who do you think would play Cal? You think George Clooney or um, Andy Garcia? That's what I've heard people say that. Oh yeah, Andy yeah, Andy Garcia would be a good one for Cal. I mean like a young like a young uh Al Pacino would be like would have been like a great Calipari. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I mean, although he doesn't really have to be young anymore. It's true. <laughs> I think he might still be too old to play Cal. Rick Pitino just be like, <laughs> like, like any like Dick Tracy mobster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can play Pitino. Sean Penn, uh, yeah, yeah, something like yeah. that. Oh yeah, Sean Penn would be like a great Pitino. Who would play John um, Robick? That'd be a good question too. John Robick would be uh, Andy Daly. You you know that guy. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Matt, like a an aged Matt Damon <laughs> <laughs> in prosthetics. Is that what yeah. you were going to say? Yeah, he he'd be great. He's got what about Joel? Eastern accent. Who, who played Joel? It's probably going to get back to him. Yeah, yeah, I know. Get back to him. Hi, Joel. <laughs> um let's see gosh who would i'd say brad pitt probably ryan gosling yeah yeah definitely somebody somebody like that one of the one of the leading leading men yeah well that was a good segment and, anyway and then he'd be inter- he'd be interviewed by uh the athletics uh reporter uh played by uh Play by all right, all right, all right. Do you got anything else? What do you so you you put that up? That's uh that profile piece that we sort of worked our way through, but there's a lot more to do there and a lot more to unpack and enjoy. So go and uh and enjoy those nuggets <laughs> on <laughs> the athletic. Unpack the nuggets. And and subscribe to that and subscribe to the Ringers YouTube channel. I got stuff that's gonna be coming there. I'm working on something. Little scoop here. Uh, Deer and Fox got a little video oh, about Deer and Fox coming nice. here specifically about him, not about the Kings. Uh, so check that out and uh, yeah, like us, review us, subscribe us, uh, be kind, please, and and we will uh, we will be back with you tomorrow and talking about uh, the latest and the greatest news. So <laughs> uh, probably not. Follow me at J Kyle Man. Follow him at Kyle Tucker underscore A T H. Uh, We love you. We'll see you later. You are Locked on Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.